Welcome to the Intentional Randomness Podcast with your host, Omo Babala Adetiji, aka Bobby. On this show, we're intentional about everything. Hello, everyone. So, on the last episode, we were having that conversation with Juma Kansuki. We had such a good time. And we continue talking about other aspects of relationships and things to watch out for. So today's episode is the concluding part of last time's conversation. I hope you enjoy. I feel like I, there's so many things from that show that I was just like, oh my goodness, this, these are issues, these are topics, these are things because I'm, I'm looking at single people and I'm like, how are they like they're so it feels i don't know it feels like there's so many mistakes that people are making or so many things that have become less like less clear less mm. you know before things were very clear you do this you do that and everything was just everybody knew their like what to do how to do it. but now because we have so many options we're so independent everybody has a voice everything has become so confusing mm-hmm. i think yeah i think it all boils down to what when you're going to a relationship what exactly do you want from that relationship it has to be apart from expecting the person the guy or the lady to define the relationship you yourself need to be able to define the relationship you want to go into yourself so that you understand okay this is why i chose this i'm choosing this person because of a b c d e Okay, these are the things. This these are my goals. These are these are the things I want from this relationship, and these are the things I'm happy to give in this mm, relationship. Mm, because mm. I think I was guilty as that as well. Because you just find out that you, you just like you just walk blindly into relationship without having. Uh, I think now looking back, it's easier to reflect. But mm, yeah. or, or watching that show, anybody could have made that mistake in court. Obviously, I'm not going to leave with the guy. <laughs> that, that one, <laughs> yes. three years. It's not six months. Three years. <laughs> that, that that's definitely a deal, deal deal breaker. But I think when you're in your twenties, it's ideally uh, from from talking from personal experience. There's this oh you you finish school you're working the next is relationship but actually are you, is it because it's the next thing or is it because of what you really want because mm-hmm. at times you really mm-hmm. need to find yourself find your, find your own identity yeah. to be able mm-hmm. to now know okay this is the kind of person I would like to share my life with yeah, yeah. I always say you date understand? yourself first date yourself before you date oh, anybody it's the next thing so I'm available when I hear this word oh single and searching or single and available i just laugh in my mind now but I've, I've been in that era as well like oh we're single and searching something like that but now looking back i felt that there's some things i could have done in my it's not that i married quite young when mm. married at 27 when i was 27 mm. but the reality is probably now looking back there's some things i should have done that all i could have done to actually um uh, how do i say know more about myself now yeah. in my it now in my thirties, I realized that I'm more assertive about what I really want. Yes. So yeah. now, even apart from just marital relationship, professional relationship, business relationship, friendship, yeah. mm. I'm very, very now very picky. Mm. People that come into my space. So yeah. possibly, probably if I marry in my thirties, probably I'll be very more. I don't say 
very very uh i don't know how to use the word really but isn't that also a little bit problematic though because that's what they say that the older people get the more the harder it is for them to to pick a partner because now they're more picky now they're but, more like no, no, okay no, no, that no, doesn't no, work I, for I, me that doesn't work I, for me i was i was having the same discussion with a couple of friends like last week i think like if i know if I knew, or how do I say that? Uh, if I know what, if I knew what I know now, mm-hmm. uh, when I got married, I think I would have waited as well. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in my 30s now, I, like Jumoke say, I am much, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable in my skin. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't say that while I was in my 20s. I am comfortable in who I am. And I don't think it would have made me more picky. It would just make me more uh confident in that okay this is why what i'm doing this is my goals five year goals mm. this is my plan I, when i was 23 i can't tell you what my five year plan was exactly mm. same here okay so it's not really about the age then it's about you, what you what you like if you know yourself because you can meet a 23 year old that already knows well, what she's yes, about yes. what he's about what he wants yes. to do so it's I'm, about I'm that having mm, okay I, in my comfortable state right now i would have waited till i was like at least 30 because i thought i i, I think that when i clocked 30 i was like oh wow i like who i am oh my goodness oh, oh did you feel like that as well i did yes i'm like wow i like myself i didn't know i was this awesome <laughs> That's what 30 does to you. I don't know, but <laughs> interesting. I didn't know I was this awesome. That's yeah, just like the, the caption for this. I was for this. Just going with the flow. I was just, you know. But when mm. it was like, see, when I clocked 30, I'm like, yes, this is who I am. This is where I'm going. This is the plan I have for myself. This is the plan I have with my husband. This is the plan I have for the family. I can tell you my own plan, not attached to my husband's plan. I feel like in my mm. 20s when I got married, it was like this. You went with the with the plan. Aha. Okay, I get so that. Now I'm more comfortable with myself. I am like, oh, I am going. I am going places. This is what I'm doing. I'm comfortable in my skin. I'm not interesting. That inter- interesting. I, I'm not sure. I, I I wouldn't say I had the same experience, um, but I I recognize that the, the, maybe because I lived, I I moved out of of my parents' house early. Mm. I kind of like jumped. I, I went through that whole course of knowing yourself faster because mm. like <laughs> I didn't have maybe other people to rely on right from when I was 17. So already from that time, you start discovering yourself, you know what you're about and all of that. But one thing that I wanted to raise from what you're just saying, Tuki, is the fact that we do change in relationships. How do you think our spouses or our whatever cope with that? Because so let's say your husband married that person that was just happy to to go along with his yeah. plans and your plan as a family and now you're beginning to re- discover your individual self more i wouldn't say you didn't know all of that before but you're like you're, you're getting your like that all change too is something that you have to handle yeah. in, in a relationship because i, I think I, it came I, up in the show as well like oh before you were like this and now you're like this this whole yeah. thing that human beings were dynamic maybe when you're 40 you'd be like oh i wish i was 40 before i got married because you would have discovered something else about (laughs) (laughs) and i think relationships just have to learn to to manage the dynamics of 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 change because we're going to change it comes back to conversations like having proper discussions like sitting down and saying okay this is what i am doing for the next three years i want to study 
and I want to study because this, 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 and this, and this. This is my plan. Mm-hmm. And then your or your husband or your spouse can then say, oh, okay, why, you know, pros and cons, okay, this is how I can support you. I don't want to support you. This is what I can do. It is about mm. having conversations. Yeah. Since you are comfortable in yourself, you know who you are, you know where you're going, it, it shouldn't mm. be a problem to sit, that, to sit the other person down and say, this is what I want to do. I mm. wouldn't have been able to do that in my, even though I, you left the house at, 20, I, yeah, at 17, I left my parents at 20, 21, 22. So mm. I, I had like eight years of being by myself to discover myself. I still didn't discover myself enough, or maybe I was on a journey and then discovered mm. myself much later. Yeah. But yeah, it, it like, is a journey. Yes. It's about discussions. If you start feeling somehow in your spirit and you know if you start having this discussion with yourself this conversation with yourself the next thing you mm. know is you're supposed to even if it's not properly formed in your mind mm. i sit my husband down and say okay this is what i am thinking now mm. right now at this moment i just want you to listen not for you to say anything back maybe in another one or two months i can listen. <laughs> <laughs> in another one or two months the idea is properly formed in my head and i guess okay what we talked about this is what mm. i have come up with what do mm. you think so that mm. gives me time to reflect as then well it feels it feels like the ladies we have our midlife insurance i don't want to midlife crisis around that 30 35 <laughs> men wait until they're 40 and then they get into some kind of like rediscovery but i think women get it earlier you're 30 you're like yeah by the way Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think for me, because I, I lived with my mom till I got married, basically. Mm. I think just six months before getting married, mm. that's when I moved out. But the reality is that probably that affected my thinking because, I, like Suki said, there's always our plan, family mm. plan, mm. family goal. Mm. So I never had the opportunity to feel like, okay, okay, this is... Okay, who is Olajuwon? Okay, what is Olajuwon? Okay, so although you know you, mm. you say those things like you think you know it, but in yeah. the real fact of it, when you come to the nitty gritty, you don't you really don't. have a plan. Yeah. Mm. You don't really have goals, even though you have a career and people see you working, you're earning. Mm. You're, and there's this assumption as well, isn't it, in African mentality that the moment you finish school and you're working, there's this sense of maturity. You're already matured, yeah. but there's yeah. some things that you probably don't. You're not. You, you, you have, have to go into them. Experience. You have to go through life. You, Mm. before you understand that and i think that didn't happen to me until i actually got married when i i've actually now been able to manage my finances being able to manage home maybe they mm. manage to, so it's kind of like competing priorities like okay so <laughs> by the time i was taking by the time i was 30 i already had two children or they married and i was like oh my god i'm drowning here what's going on <laughs> yeah mm. and it, it was around the house i asked myself the question so who am i okay apart exactly. from being a mother apart from being a daughter apart from being a wife okay who mm. is a larger bucket now who is, mm. now i've done everything i'm asked i've married i've got kids i've done everything <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't owe anybody any isolation anymore. So who am I? Mm. And so at that point, I started okay, what are actually my passions and what do I really want to do? Yes. If I die today, yes. what do I want people to know that ah, this is what Juwaket talks about all the time and this is what she's done about it. Yes. So mm. and I, and I think of course like Babala said some people will find it probably in marriage or before marriage or after mm. or mm. even you know you know but the thing is you have to you still have to find yourself because yeah. regardless of wherever you are in your relationship uh, trajectory wherever if mm. you don't do that 
it is a way that affects everybody around you. Around you, yeah. because isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just just have to. You still have to find yourself. And the worst part is better you find yourself even before you get to those years whereby you can't. Like, like for example, you're just find just realizing this when you're already seventy or yeah. eighty. Then w- what's more to life? That's why mm. you know some people are quite. You call, call them the sad, grumpy old. Uh, man or woman because they, they're living a life of regrets because they felt like yeah. now there's this sense of entitlement like yeah. oh yeah I've sacrificed it so you hold me this well well, well if not for oh this, if we're going to that one that's a whole lot of like especially in the in, in some settings let's say I don't know maybe thought um like developing countries a lot of times parents and all of these people that can have expectations of their children just because yeah. i took care of you just because these and <laughs> like oh i took care of you i, I sacrificed but like but who I, I don't know if i asked you to do that a child can feel like i don't know mommy if i asked you to do that <laughs> just, and, and, you should have followed your dream you know and we'll not be here <laughs> that's, that's why some of these millennials and you know gen z's are very very like oh when parents are saying you know oh you know you have to do that like oh well, but we didn't ask you to do that oh, but, exactly. mom, but, but, but that's the thing isn't it? i always say this that women don't lose your life because of kids because <laughs> i tell you this generation we are raising they don't they're not as um how would i say i wouldn't say they're selfish but let's let's be realistic the standard of living is getting higher and higher and higher yes, every day so mm. you can't expect that when you retire these children should they should have like a direct debit to your account <laughs> it might not work you have to start planning your pension right now right your now. 30s mm. because the reality is it might not work so and it and, and that's one of the things i find out now that people are retiring poor you know, you yes. you there's this mentality. Oh, if I retire, oh, then you know, they, there's like this cash that. By the time they give you that lump sum in code, the standard of living is really high that you can't even. Mm. It doesn't match up. You still have bills to pay. This whether yeah. you're retired or not, you still have to pay bills. Or, or if you're in a in a in an economy that is not doing well, and even your even if your kids wanted to help you, they've not even helped themselves, so they yeah, can't even. Exactly. They can't really. They can't sponsor you. Um, so yeah, we should people sh- we should live our lives, live your dreams, so that you don't become that old grumpy. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God! But it's it's interesting. I think, irrespective of if you discovered yourself early or late, everybody should do a reevaluation at least every five years. Yeah. Where am I? Yeah. What do I, what do I want to do next? I, I would just um, say five years, but but last sorry, I think every year. You say every year. Every year. Even probably your birthday. Ask yourself, okay, I was 38 <laughs> last year. I'm 39. What have I achieved in the last one year? Have I actually I've moved a step closer to my dream and purpose? Because mm. the reality is, people are dying every day. I'm sorry to say that, but that's yes. the reality. That, there comes our palliative nurse. Well, <laughs> okay, look at these people that, you know, people are they're dying just like, look at what happened with COVID. Yeah. You know, if you said, "Oh, I have," if probably your next five-year review is like 2023, and COVID hits you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be every year, every day. You, you should every day should make you work towards your goal. Towards your goal. You, you yeah. have to wake up and be okay. This is yeah, what I want course. to achieve today. Yeah, but I do agree that we should all take a like, an, like you know, just do a, a balanced a check of your of your life every year every year see mm-hmm. where you're going what you want to do how you want to live that's very important yeah that's very important wow ladies 
<laughs> and another thing, Babola, sorry. I know you were no, no, no. the other couple as well. I know we were visited about one couple. <laughs> but mm. I think the other couple, <laughs> there were loads of issues with them as well. And yeah, I think of course. One thing in particular that I wanted to pick on is about the lady in that. I'm sorry that I'm picking on the ladies, but I have to be realistic. <laughs> it, it's about the materialistic oh, mentality yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, of yeah. how people living especially the young generation you're, you're already living your tomorrow by the things today you're doing today you want to the gucci want to bag latest bags <laughs> the latest wares and all that oh, bear in mind gucci that bag. that gucci bag you bought today by tomorrow gucci is not going to make another bag and the one you had would have lost value so are you telling me now that you still want another bag and well, that's the thing then it wants a new model when it comes out you know it's no, the same way with our phones today you have an iphone x and tomorrow you want an iphone z i personally don't have a problem with you buying a gucci bag if you can afford it you go girl you you can yeah if it's your money not if you're waiting for your boyfriend to buy it for you with your money but you don't rely on somebody else getting it for you even if it's going to go out of season out of fashion or out of whatever as long as you're getting it yourself personally i don't have issues with wearing designers i don't have issues with that if you can afford it fine enough if you can afford it do it but the reality I, I, yeah what suki said is very important if you can't afford it if you're expecting somebody else to do it to buy it for you yeah. that is very wrong that's very wrong the second thing also is that when your love is based on material on material, material things, things. Mm. so what is the essence so what if this guy can't afford it tomorrow or, yeah. or two yeah what if the that source of income you you have to be the bread if the rules change whereby mm. you have to be the breadwinner tomorrow something happened and he can't you know probably can't work for a few months or a few years or whatever mm. so uh, will you still be able to maintain that high standard of uh, living yes will you still I, I was, be able I was, to maintain was... that I was seeing it from another, like, coming from another side that I wanted to ask you guys. So she was saying, my father treated me like a princess. So oh, I, I expect it. my man to treat me like a princess. I wanted to, well, I don't know as true, but I, I wanted to ask. if his dad was buying her Gucci. That's the reality. <laughs> even, reality. Even if, though. Even if the dad was buying her Gucci, you can't replace your dad with another man. Because I, <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, is there a problem in us raising our girls like princesses? Does that mean that they're gonna uh, go into relationship thinking that, oh yeah, you have to treat me like a princess? Of course, you have to treat because okay, this is like a two-edged sword, right? I know that many times we, we say that we want, like, if if a lady, if a, if a child, a girl is treated properly by a father. She has a higher chance of choosing a good man because then she's going to use that criteria to choose. But then here we have somebody saying, "My dad had my mom and five girls, and she, yeah. children are like princesses, bought us gifts. So why can't she buy me gifts?" That is like the other side of this. She's she's thinking, "Treat me like my dad treated me." What's but what's that's happening? what I'm saying. You can't you can't compare a man that you're in a relationship with with your dad if you want if you want him to treat you like a princess it's obvious he can treat you like a princess in many other ways that doesn't involve Ooh. him buying um a good expensive or gifts Birkenbach, whatever for you he can treat what if that is your love you language can, though <laughs> what if your love language is expensive gifts <laughs> oh my goodness that, 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 i don't think that's a love language i think that that is selfishness <laughs> Because if your love language is gift, it doesn't matter how much the gift is. It does exactly. It doesn't matter. Ah, please, though, my love language is expensive. <laughs> 
Well, good luck to your husband. Yeah. <laughs> Expensive gifts, please. And I think, I, I think another thing we have to take from there as parents also is how do we, how do our children see? Okay, like I was having this conversation with somebody earlier on this week in terms of parenting, where. Uh, some parenting styles for some parents will be probably transactional so i will only tell you uh good things or or commend you when you you've got good rate grades in school you're making me mm. proud as your parent that's when you are my child but if you anything otherwise you're losing things in school your grades are not good you're not my child and you know that's that's very typical with african parents at times academic yeah. excellence is something that we use so much like literally if yeah. your kids is if your kids are not you know doing well in school it's as if it's your fault they're not it's not it's not it's it's, it's their fault and it's not making you look good as a, as and a you're parent. not happy about it and you're not happy about it but you have yeah. to ask yourself one of the things you have to ask is how why is this child struggling is there anything i'm not doing or i'm not supporting or mm. you know there was a time I was listening to this parenting seminars where somebody was saying that oh, I, li- I only give my children g- uh, sweets or chocolates when they've behaved when they've done something oh, oh. and I felt like oh that is very wrong because that child will always we'll grow up with that mentality of you do good you get something good there's a reward system of course mm. you, know, you want to reward your children but you have to be careful because children will always see that as Okay, like my my son would say, Oh mom, I've been good today. So when am I going to get my treats? Then I had to change my system, like, oh no, 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 no. You don't have treats just because you've done something well. Mm-hmm. I give you a treat because I think, okay, now today we can have a treat. Because before mm-hmm. you know it, kids we always associate treats or gifts with the, yeah. the, with like yeah. oh the profession of love. And if I, you're not, I, Yeah, that's true. I was gonna say that I remember I remember growing up and, you know, you'd be doing well in school. You know, the way sometimes fathers would say, I'll buy you this, I'll buy you that. Mm. And I used to think that my parents would do that, but they never were. You're just like, why am I even getting this grade? After a while, you realize that you're getting it for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Forget it. You're not going to get a gift. You're not going to be treated specially just because you got good good grades. At that point, I was a little bit angry at them. But later, <laughs> I've, I've realized that it has helped me. Like, I do whatever I do for myself. Not because I'm expecting some kind of reward, some kind of some, somebody shouting and saying, oh, you did this and I'm going to buy you this. You know, um, they were, maybe they were trying to teach something else. You know, this thing of not giving tricks because um, a child is doing well. You want them to just mm. be whole, do whatever they're doing for their own sake, not because of a reward. Mm. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm. That's well, <laughs> ladies, I know you can talk. There's so many things to talk about. Uh, but it's been nice just in chatting. <laughs> so um, thank you. Thank you for 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 coming to, to talk and just with me here. There's so many other things that I still want to talk about, but I think um, <laughs> we'll keep them for another day. Thank you, Dragon. Thank you, sweetie. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It was nice chatting with you, ladies. And thanks for having us as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am sure you have enjoyed listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram on our handle Intentional Randomness and feel free to contact us on intentionalrandomnessfeedback at gmail.com. Until next time, be intentional.